Well, in our last episode of McBlog, we talked about a shocking report issued by international legal experts with the backing of the United Nations, which appears to open the floodgates to normalise sex with minors under the guise of a human rights approach. It doesn't actively call for decriminalising sex between adults and minors, but it states that children have both the capacity and the legal right to make sexual decisions. And the report does also not offer a suggested age of sexual consent. Sex with kids is okay if they consent, even when by law they cannot consent. And it maintains that those under 18 years of age have the mental capacity to willingly have sex with older individuals. Okay, groomer. But there's other topics covered also in the report that should immediately raise red flags. Let's check it out. So the report is titled The Eight March Principles for a Human Rights-Based Approach to Criminal Law Prescribing Conduct Associated with Sex, Reproduction, Drug Use, HIV, Homelessness and Poverty. And the Geneva-based International Commission of Jurists wrote this in March with assistance from the UN AIDS and the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. Now, as you can see, there's other key topics there, abortion, drugs, even conversion therapy and prostitution. And they certainly don't take an approach that you and I would agree with. Not surprisingly, given that this is by groups based around the UN. So let's have a look at some of the other disturbing sections. Principle 14, sexual and reproductive health and rights. And it talks about the fact that criminal law may not in any way impair the right to A, make an act on decisions about one's own body, sexuality and reproduction, such as pregnancy contraception, including emergency contraception, comprehensive abortion care. It also mentions gender-affirming care therapy, yep, chemicalisation and castration. No one may be held criminally liable on the basis that their conduct is alleged to be harmful to their own pregnancy, such as alcohol or drug consumption or contracting HIV, or transmitting it to the fetus while pregnant. Yep, no human rights for the unborn child. No deterrence of harmful behaviour to a woman that is pregnant. And you'll note that there's no mention of female, even though that's what the whole paragraph is about. Female, woman, the words that must not be mentioned. But this is all about legalising abortion throughout the world. That's the ultimate aim. And that's reiterated in the next principle, principle 15, abortion. No one may be held criminally liable for their pregnancy loss, including a pregnancy loss resulting from an obstetric emergency such as miscarriage or stillbirth, or for attempting or undergoing an abortion, or for other decisions they may make around their pregnancy or childbirth, criminal law may not prescribe abortion. In other words, abortion cannot be illegal. Abortion must be taken entirely out of the purview of the criminal law, including for having, aiding, assisting with, or providing an abortion, or abortion-related medicational services, or providing evidence-based abortion-related information. So, yep, as you can see, Planned Parenthood and abortionists like uh, the grotesque Dr. Kermit Gosnell would be stoked. Once again, no rights for the unborn child. And you'll note that there is nothing about parental involvement for teen pregnancies or informed consent. Now, Principle 16, the uh, report goes on. Principle 16 is a terrible one on 
age of sexual consent that we covered in our last episode. And then there's principle 17. Principle 17, sex work. And it talks about sexual services may not be criminalised. Criminal law may not prescribe the conduct of third parties. In other words, what they're saying is that pimps are all good. Prostitution is all good, despite the inherent exploitation and links to trafficking and the significant attitudinal issues it raises about the right of men to purchase sex, treating vulnerable women as commodities, and of course, the connection to pornography. And once again, nothing about age and underage prostitution. No, get rid of the law around that. Uh, And then 18, it's all about conversion therapy. Principle 18, sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression. No one may be held criminally liable for consensual practices aiming to assist others with the exploration, free development, and or affirmation of sexual orientation or gender identity. Now, of course, as we all know, conversion therapy is okay and can be practiced even here in New Zealand if you're going towards the LGBT lifestyle. And that's what this principle says. And they admit that changing can only go in one direction. See there, it says... Practices aiming to change or suppress a person's sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. But here's the really interesting thing. It goes on to say, carried out without the concerned person's free and informed consent and decision-making, including through force, coercion, or abuse of authority, may be addressed through other provisions in the criminal law. The key bit there is without the concerned person's free and informed consent. But New Zealand's extreme conversion therapy law, supported by almost every MP in Parliament, says that a parent or a counsellor or medical professional is criminalised even with the consent of the person involved. The personal free will and self-determination is irrelevant to New Zealand's radical house of politicians who want to force their view of the world on everyone including using the weight of the law. (laughs) And that's the really ironic bit in this uh, thing, that it says it may be addressed through other provisions in the criminal law. But they're saying that nothing should be criminal. That's actually what this whole paper is about. So suddenly they're saying, oh, so the law does serve a purpose. Thanks for that. And once again, you'll note there's no mention of age and the ability of children and young teens about making decisions involving the chemicalization and castration of healthy bodies. Now, you're probably thinking that this can't get any worse, but it does. Finally, drugs. Uh, Principle number 20, drug use and possession, purchase or cultivation of drugs for personal use. This is pretty shocking. Criminal law may not prescribe, in other words, shouldn't be illegal, A, drug use or the possession, purchase or cultivation of drugs for personal use, including by anyone under the age of 18 or while pregnant. Yep, no age restriction. When you're pregnant, go for it. Legalise drugs. And note it's not just cannabis as we hear in New Zealand, it's all drugs. Pea, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl. And they're also into needle exchange, sites to use drugs, drug testing. Uh, this committee must have been in tears and beside themselves 
when New Zealand voted against legalising cannabis back in 2020. Now, who would be behind all of this type of thinking? Who is this International Commission of Jurists, ICJ, that you see there down the bottom? Well, it's 60 eminent judges and lawyers from around the world who say they want to improve countries' human rights performances. Oh, except if you're an unborn child, a young person at risk of sexual involvement, a vulnerable woman being sexually exploited by a pimp, a gender-confused child, or a drug user. No, your human rights don't matter. It's all about, if I want it, I should get it, irrespective of any negative moral, physical, social, and spiritual outcomes. Yep, hedonism and narcissism are alive and well in this report. Here's a list of organisations and institutions who are the first to support the principles, including Amnesty International. No surprises there. Human rights for some. We've already discussed just how problematic their views are on these social and moral issues. But in terms of New Zealand representation, former Governor-General Dame Sylvia Cartwright who lobbied for anti-smacking laws and was against strong penalties for criminals, is an International Commission of Jurists Commissioner and Chair of the ICJ Executive. So apparently criminalising good parents raising great kids is a good thing, but not criminalising pimps, drug users and abortion providers. Now, sadly, New Zealand is implicated in this dangerous document. It's a reminder why the United Nations should be treated with significant caution. The UN wants to say yes to abortion, young teenage sexual involvement, LGBT lifestyle, transgenderism at any age, drugs, even for pregnant women and children, and prostitution. Families will be saying to the UN, no thanks. (laughs) 